0: Good morning. Happy Wednesday, my friend. Happy Wednesday. Sign your mind. Well, I guess I've had a bit of a, um, an epiphany. That's not really necessarily a positive one, but it's like, I feel like I've gotten clarity about, um, this inner this inner conflict that I have that I think a lot of moms do um where you know we get told all the time self-care self-care you know you gotta put your own mask on before you can put anyone else's masks on but I think a lot of times our uh our society our homes our the expectations of our kids like they're not set up for us to actually do that You know, and so if, when you, when it comes down to deciding to put my self interest at the top of the list, there's so many barriers to that, both internal and external barriers. So what do I mean by that? So an external barrier would be the fact that in my family, I'm the person that knows all the shit that has to happen and where it is and what you need in order to get there. And I'm the one that has the networks. Right with all the other parents that make like the village that makes everything happen. Mm -hmm. So I'm supposed to leave tomorrow for three days to go to California where I grew up with three of my best friends from college. And I've been looking forward to this for six months and I haven't seen them in like three years or however long it's been because no one knows what time is now, but a long time. And yet, here we are, I've got a 14 year old that is sick upstairs on like the most critical week of his running season, I've got a middle schooler who says, when she found out that I was leaving, she has two different dance things this weekend in different places you can't go what you can't go i can't dance if you're not here to take me and i've got a little one who is so used to loving be like being with me all the time including only recently not sleeping in my bed every night <laughs> just anytime she leaves me is like mom i missed you i missed you and she just lost her grandma you know and so there's, there's both the externals and the internal barriers, right? And so here's the clarity. Are you ready for the clarity? I think that we're told and that we sometimes start to buy into this idea that we can do everything, right? If we just try hard enough, we can meet everyone's needs. And if we can't, then that's like a reflection on us sucking. And sometimes it is true that I suck because I'm not very organized and we all know that, but I think that there's no amount of try that I can do in this situation, somebody does have to lose somebody's priorities are going to be at the top and somebody's are going to be below that. And that's the thing that I realized this morning is that it is true that the kids might not have the Cadillac experience of their weekends, because I'm going to go have my weekend and the dads will be fine. The dads will cover. They've got, I've texted everyone. This is where you're going. This is what time This is what you need to bring. Right. Mm -hmm. And it will probably be a little bit messy. And that's okay. Because I am going to go have my time. But even me inside, I'm like, ah, maybe I should go. Because there's some, right? There's like the other side of that is a lot of our self worth comes from feeling like everyone needs us. Yeah. You know? So you got that two sides of that coin is that I also have to let go of the notion a little bit that everyone, you know, in order to function, they have to have me. And we've talked a little bit about that change with teenagers too, right? Right. Because more and more my teenagers don't want me anywhere freaking near them unless they need something. Yeah. Anyway, I ha- it's like I was feeling a bit of clarity and also still guilt and still feeling like okay. But this is what I need to do because four and five years from now, they're going to be flying the coop. And I need to have some other identity that is left. And this is how I construct it. I go back to the people that I knew that basically finished raising me after my parents did their best. These women basically raised me in college. They finished me off. <laughs> Like you're finished. <laughs> I think it like a pie, you know. It was mostly baked, and they just had to take the foil off and put some yeah. brown sugar and stuff uh, on it. Top you off and put you back in for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, actually, more like it was pick the pie up off the ground and like go five second rule. <laughs> take the dirt and the dog hair off. Let's it make it look good. Finish. Yeah, yeah, that's more what they. Did so anyway that's my you, rant do you mind if i ask you a
1: few questions mm-hmm. i guess i'm oh, wondering cool. in all this um when you are coaching a client and your client is a, a yeah a shit show uh, just messy just starting with you all kinds of craziness going on and they reach out to you to be their coach how do you show up for them
0: well well i think i try to make a space where they can hear those many voices and many interests, right? Cause that's what you just heard from me. is like this jumble of interests and investments from different stakeholders in my life. Um, and sometimes the mess is just all these different voices, right, coming at you. And so I think I try to make a space for them to like fine tune their listening to hear, what are these different voices that I'm hearing, right? And then I think also to try to make a space to normalize that, that even just the state of mess of not having everything figured out, not having, um, clarity and, and then to set aside for a moment. Those other stakeholders and say, if you were relieved, if you were relieved of guilt, right? If guilt wasn't a, a piece of the equation, what would you do? What would you do for yourself? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Was that like a trick to get me to get around to the point of, yeah, I'm going. Of course I'm going. No, no, That's I know what I, I need I, to do. I
1: know you're going just trying to reflect on how you show up well as a coach, what you do well, um, and maybe what role do you take on for that other person?
0: I think it's definitely uh, the the role of of creating the space where we're not invested in anyone else's outcomes but you, but the clients, right. And so, and that, but that also requires me to not judge whatever their outcomes that they decide that they want for themselves are right. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, if let's say if I'm me and then there's a client that is, um, presenting with the challenges I just shared with you. If that client decided, you know what, actually the most important outcome for me is to be there for my kids. So I'm not going to go on this trip then I would be that person that's not going to judge their decision. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: and then I'm going to flip it on you. How do you view the client? Um, How are they perceived by you?
0: most importantly they are perceived by me as resourceful they are perceived by me as somebody who is gonna be okay that they they have the tools to figure out what their priorities are and and especially you know with support from me they have access to the resources that they need to um come to whatever decision they need to come to or um reconcile and accept what their you know the trade-offs right of of carving out whatever path forward um they want to carve out for
1: themselves is that always true you see them as resourceful
0: well I think just because we're all humans, we have to manage sometimes our own, like our own story creeping in. Right. And then kind of go back to, okay, what's my role here. My role is not to like cheerlead my client. If they were presenting with my stuff, my role is not to cheerlead my client to be like, go take your weekend girl. You deserve this. Right. (laughs) Right. That's not my, that's not my job. And, and yet my own story might creep in there and my, I might be like, what, why doesn't she want to prioritize herself? Right? Like she's, um, swallowing the patriarchy principle that, you know, you have to sacrifice yourself in, in order to be worthy of love and attention and space. Right. So then I would have to go, oh. How am I get, how is my own story and my own values and judgments creeping in here? Okay. Let's dial that back. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is what I love about the fact that as coaches, we have supervisors. Yes. Right. To help us go, Ooh, is this about me or is this about the client and how, how do I need to tease those things apart? speaking of kids there's one that doesn't want to walk up a hill so she needs me to drive her ah to the bus stop it's a long hill i know
1: a long hill i know those legs are tired especially by wednesday so just one more question then is there anything that you've just brought up in terms of how clients are resourceful even when they come to you their shit shows saying i need you and i can't get through this without you and i must meet with you again tomorrow and the next mm-hmm. day because i just can't do this mm-hmm. that can help apply to your kids and your husband over the weekend as you're not a coach but
0: you're trying to interact with your squad in a yeah, different that's way totally- No, but that, you know what you just brought up is, in the same way that we treat our clients as resourceful, I can treat my family and the dads as resourceful. And so instead of thinking I have to rescue people, I can help them think through what resources do I have inside me that can help me deal with, oh my gosh, I'm too sick, I can't run in my race, how disappointing, or I run in my race and I don't do well, or I'm late for the dance thing or you know whatever it is right whatever it is yeah no that's really you coach the coach (laughs) and now this coach has to go drive two minutes up a hill you go girl that's your choice (laughs) you're the best
1: have a great weekend Thanks friend, you You too.